Hey there, out in podcast land. I'm sitting on my back porch, drinking a cup of coffee. And there's this really, really pretty bird in my neighbor's garage, just about 200 feet away from me. I don't know if you can hear him every now and then. There he is. There he is. He's making that little noise right there. He is really, he's black with a shiny veil of rainbow colors on his chest. He's at him, that's him right there and he's like, he's trying to draw a female in. Hear that, hear that? There's different birds there, but, and he's really, really pretty. I was just sitting here thinking like, what could I do for a podcast this morning to send out in podcast land to encourage everyone out there? And it's Monday morning. So I'd like to give a shout out to all my friends out there, all my subscribers, my sponsors, even Anchor, the app that I'm using is a really cool app. Really appreciate it. Oh, that bird has went down and found a female below one of my apple trees. He keeps jumping down and fluttering his wings. Really cool sight. Well, now he's picking up all kinds of stuff to make a nest. He's got like a big bunch of, I don't know what he's got. It's like a big bunch of plastic or something. He's gonna make a nest of it. Pretty cool. Anyways, let's talk about something. Enjoying nature is a really good topic. What you do with nature. You know, I remember back when I was in sales, I could tell you that for a moment. I started at the bottom in a cell phone company. It was called Delta Communications. And the owner wasn't a very good owner. The reason why I tell you about this now is because the businesses don't even exist now. They're totally gone. But the owner, he used to take and not pay none of his employees correctly. And after a amount of time, it just kind of went down until a lot of his workers quit and just it fizzled out. But there was a few of us he had to keep paying because we, we were really good salespeople. We did really good jobs. And I mean, if he really wanted to have his business at all, at that time, he had to keep us happy. Well, I was one of them. I had a friend there. His name was Esam. We were really good friends. And I came there and I started at the bottom and I worked my way up. And then we've had a lot of adventures inside that place, selling phones and talking to people. I remember starting off in the cell phones in the very beginning, because I didn't even want a cell phone. This is, we're talking like over 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And I remember we used to have landlines at home and you have to go home or pay phone to make phone calls. <laughs> and, um, you always had to have a quarter or a dime or something. Well, I needed a cell phone because I had started my own business at this time. It was Swish Painting, it was a painting business. 
and my cousin had talked me into going in and going partnering with him. He would pay for the bill. I just had to put it in my name and you know the routine. And so I went in there and I filled out the application and they all, the owner there, he kept asking me, hey, do you want a job? I'm like, no, I don't want a job. I was working at a public school at the time. And so I, after I finished the purchase and everything I left, I figured I'd never see these guys again. So I left, I went to work. First bill comes in the mail and it wasn't what he promised. So I had to go back to the cell phone store and complain. I'm sure you all been there before. So I went in there and I started complaining and he kept asking me to take a job and he would work around my schedule and he just really needed somebody. So I took the job and it started me into cell phones, which I lasted there for like 10 years. That that company lasted about two years, went down. Then, well, before it went down, we would have these huge meetings, company meetings. There was like 50 to 100 employees. And we'd meet in this big town and they would rent a conference hall and we'd go in there. Well, I'm a pretty outgoing kind of person, so I would go up and introduce myself to people, talk to them. And there was this one guy that sat in the back of the class the meeting and he would leave keep to himself his name was awesome and uh so i walked back there and i would always introduce myself to him and talk to him and i just kept talking and talking well i didn't know that later on this guy was going to be after this company shut down he was going to start a new cell phone company and he'd end up calling me and by the time that previous that delta communication had closed up i had i have come to rely on it because I was making really good money and the possibilities opened up that it could become something really good and you know you start to put stock into that kind of stuff and uh, then it closes up and your dreams are like wow what happened so about a few weeks go by I'm at home and it was a summer it was around summer break because I didn't work at the school during summer and so I'm sitting on the couch and I get a phone call and it's this guy he's like hey I want to talk to you I'm going to open up a business. I want you to come come work for me. It's not going to be big. We don't know if it's going to succeed, but if you come work for me, man, I'll hire you. So we'll try it out. I said, yeah, definitely, man. So I went there, and it was called Allcom. And uh, we started working together, and it took off really good. We ended up with four or five stores and really good adventure. But life is full of changes and possibilities and open doors and closed doors. You got to keep an open mind. I've seen a lot of uh, people come and go in my life, but you have to keep an open mind. And um, this one time, I have so many stories I can tell you about these places. This one time, I'll tell you something that's kind of strange. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm drinking coffee. I went to work one day, it was real early, and it was in a town, it was about 30 minutes away. I had to drive, I would drive from my town to get there every morning, and I would drive there, and I pulled into the parking lot, and it was a store, it's just a regular kind of store on a corner of a pretty busy highway, a street, um, two, two main streets inside of a city, a pretty big city, really, really good location. We had a nice sign out front, digital sign. It was all animated. I used to take care of that. And the store inside, you'd walk in the front door when you walked in. If you turned to the left, there'd be a nice big leather couch, black leather couch. There was two of them. And then if you sat on the couch, and you, behind you would be the windows. And if you looked forward, you would be able to see me on my desk. And then all the cell phones and products and stuff on different 
different uh, stands and that. Lots of uh, billboards and advertisements. It was a yellow place. It was all yellow inside. But it was really nice. It was just a really nice atmosphere to go into. Had a lot of good adventures in that place. But this morning I pulled in. And I pulled in the parking lot. And as I stepped out of the car, I had a weird sound I was hearing inside the place. I didn't know in a few minutes I was find out, but it was the siren. It was the alarm system going off. So I get out of my car and I walk up and I just had this weird, eerie feeling. Just a weird, strange feeling. You never have those feelings where you walk up to a place or you just walk into a room or you meet somebody and that feeling just comes over you and you don't know how to describe it. But it's there. So I get to the door and I pull out my keys to unlock the business and I, I walk inside and the siren's loud now. I get inside and I've never heard it before and it's like just weird sound. Like just something's wrong. So immediately I I go into the office, I shut the siren off, I look at the video footage because we have surveillance that shows the inside lobby, the outside door, and then in the back of the business there's a back storage area that's really dark so it's an infrared camera so it gets to see in the dark and it's facing the door and that's all it pretty much sees is that room so you see boxes and stuff and then you see that grainy dim look and then it's faced on the door and it's a big steel door so I start looking around the store because I want to see okay is the cash register because we don't leave nothing but a hundred dollars at the end of the night in the cash register I look for all the safes to see if they're still there nobody would know where they're at unless they work for us and they they would know and then that would be a different problem I would have so I'm looking around nothing's missing nothing's going on I go in the back room none of the products missing none of the stock and so I look at the back door and I notice there's a a light coming out of the back room so I walk in there and when I get to the back door it's broken a half on a corner from one corner down halfway to where the handle is it's broke right in half folded right over and I was like wow how does that happen and so I figured somebody kicked the door in and they might even be inside the store so I'm looking around so I call the cops I called the owner my business partner I ended up becoming the vice president I was up by this time I was the vice president the previous year I had worked the whole year myself running the company and all the employees because the owner had to go away to his home country. His father was really ill and he had to take care of him and he ended up passing away after he spent about a year with him. So I ran the company for about a year. The owner later on told me that he pretty much walked away from the company. He just couldn't take it anymore with all the pressure of his family life and things going on. And he was a Muslim and we were best friends. We became best friends. We'd done so much stuff together and a uh, really good friend of mine. And I haven't talked to him in many, many years now. It's been a long time. But this door had been broken in half. So I called the cops and the cop said, I'll be right there, just say put. The cop shows up, nice big cop, you know, big strong cop walks in there. Says, you got a uh, surveillance? I walk in, I show him the surveillance. He watches it and he goes, let me go back there and look. Let's go look at the door. So we go back and look at the door. Can't it, can it describe what happened. He's it just, just sitting there, busted half open, just flopped over, hanging. It's a steel door with wood on the inside. We go back to the footage. We look at the footage again. And the footage shows nothing except for we go right back in the morning before the sun comes up. We're watching, we're watching. We see the door just move a little bit. The light comes through and it busts in half, just explodes in front and you see nothing else. 
And I'm like, man, I think I see a shadow by it. And he's like, let's look at it again. We rewind it. He's like, no, that's the sun coming up. That's the sun. There's nothing back there. And the cop was so dumbfounded. We went back and looked. He goes, listen, man, I have these every now and then. This is unexplainable. I'm going to mark it down as an unexplainable unless you come up with some new evidence of anything that's happened. But we're going to mark this down as an unexplainable event. And he marked it down and wrote it up like that. And I've seen a few episodes like that in my life where you go through life. Now, I'm going to pause here because I do this throughout my conversations a lot. And I do this when I talk to people too. Sometimes I try not to get too scatterbrained. But now I'm getting old enough and I haven't got dementia so I can go back to what I was previously talking still. So hold that thought for a second. You go through life and sometimes you think it's a set way. Everything is set. Everything's the way it's supposed to be. You, everyone, the way everyone explains you. Maybe you're in church and it's everything that you expect in the Bible and what people taught you. And then there's episodes throughout life that you just can't explain. There's no rhyme or reason to it. You don't even understand it. That's why that scripture tells us in James that don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. Like some strange thing just happened on you. Things are orchestrated. We live in a a world that's physical, but there's a spiritual unseen world. And it's there, it's real. And I'm not saying this was a spiritual event, but I'm just saying it's an unexplained event. Like some things you just don't have a reason. You can't put a formula in to say, this is how it is. And I think this is why we have so much trouble in, as scientists on this planet. And they come up with these theories. They start coming up with theories. They start coming up with ideas. And then before too long, the theory changes. Something happens. There's something in the equation they just cannot explain. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You don't understand it. And life gets like that sometimes. You go through life sometimes and you might have a schedule planned. Your whole week is planned out. And before that week is up, your whole schedule has changed completely or something has happened and you just don't even know how to explain it. And you just put it in a box and you just kind of forget about it through life. But just like with this this object in my business that I was in, just like this situation that had happened, you just don't explain it. Now, that could have changed my whole day, which it did. It had to have changed my whole day. It changed the course of... I would normally just walk into work, open the door, sit down, turn all the things on, start waiting for customers, start working, and just go on. And I don't know where that would have led me. It would have led me down a different avenue, a whole different path in my life. And all of a sudden now, this situation has ca- has caused, been caused in my life, and it's changed everything, even to the point I am today. If you look at any event in your life, and you follow it to far out into the future, it like moves you way off course. By the time you get to a distant time in your life, whatever choice you made at that time has moved you so far away from the other choice that they're not even comparable. At the moment, it might look like it's just a little thing, but it it moves you off course. And this is how the enemy is. This is how Satan is. This is why he bombards you with thoughts and get your mind captivated and get you off course. Because if he can move you and get you off your directed path that God has for you, that person down the road that you're supposed to meet and help change their life and introduce Jesus to them, you might never meet them. You'll end up going a different path. You'll end up going somewhere else. So, why do I say all this? Why do I pause? Well, I pause because I want you to think about something. Instead of getting mad and getting upset when these events happen, start to praise Jesus. Start to think that it's planned. Start to think that these things are going to work for your benefit. 
because all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So think on these things today and maybe I'll continue uh, talking about the different episodes I've had during work or throughout my life. If you enjoy this, share it with somebody. God bless.